All right, my friendos. Yes. Are y'all ready mm -hmm. for another three, two, one, go? Oh, yeah. So my favorite. Okay. All right. Let's go. Yeah. Three, yeah. two, one, go. Yes. All right, bitches. Hi. Let's Hi. do it. And I got, I got an um, intro, too. Oh, mm, fantastic. Nice. Yeah. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. Oh, we went to school, all right. <laughs> yeah, we went to school. We 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 did uh we did JPEGs. It's the Going On Podcast with Rap Girl and Muse, and we got uh, a special guest with us times two up in this motherfucker. Whoa. That's right. Oh, you thought it was one, and then we just fucking threw it back in your face. Surprises galore. Uh, uh, we got your boys, Kill Bill the Rapper, Unt Rap. Say hello to the lovely people. Oh, hey guys. Hey guys, what do you call it when Lil Uzi Vert drinks a little bit of alcohol and then belches? Fuck, I know this one. <laughs> a little boozy burp. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, up top, my man. Up top, my man. You and me, Kill best Bill friends. Kill Bill everyone. <laughs> this is, this... No, this is, like a, this is like Joker movie jokes level bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture when you said you thought it was one person, but then it's two. I just picture Kill Bill is standing in front of Rav. <laughs> And you didn't see him. Yeah. And, then, and then he just kind of peeks around the corner like, I'm he here like, too. He like leapfrogs over me. <laughs> I just get Mike Wazowski'd. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, it's an honor to have uh, both of y'all on again for a multitude of reasons. You got, since the last time we've had you on, just, my gosh, the, uh, the launch of Chibi Chubby. Um, m numerous uh, releases and projects out the wazoo. And I don't think a lot of people are hip to this yet, but uh, Pitchfork just dropped their top 200 songs of the last 20 years, and Kill Bill and Rev are all the top 20. So, Dang, we yeah. weren't even hip to that. See, no, I, we weren't. This is good to know. Yeah, I can't this is breaking. It. This is breaking news. It's what we do here. When news Dude, breaks, we fix it. it. It's because I slept with Johnny Pitchfork. The owner oh. of Pitchfork, and he was just like that All dick right. too tall. I gotta put him in the top twenty, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to cut that. Yeah, out. Heard I, here I, I don't off, need that kind uh, of controversy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want people knowing all the trade secrets. Um, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I know we, we, we've mentioned Pitchfork, and I don't even really want to get into the whole thing because <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all looked through the list. It's a lot. Yeah. It's 200 fucking songs. But, like, I, I just don't... They put out a release that said how we came up with it. Like, I don't, I don't believe that there's a way you can come up with, first of all, 200 individual songs and then rank them all on their own individual merits like this one is better than this one but not quite how do you do that with 200 songs i don't know okay so it's easy i'll teach you how to do it it's actually really easy the way you do it is you make a rule for yourself throughout the year you score things on a 200 score basis mm. so x out of 200 and you can never repeat the same score uh at all so you end up with like at least 200 songs with 200 unique ratings and then you just order them in a descending order or ascending whichever way they dropped it in uh. and that's it voila yeah. very low effort efficient it is what it is. I, I, look, I suspect I that he just watched the video and that's what they did. I, yeah. I don't fuck with uh, Pitchfork that much. I've actually never like really no. read 
or any of their reviews or anything like that. Like, I've never been into them. I've only, like, heard about them tangentially as being, like, a controversial music uh, publication. But, yeah. like, recently I saw, like, a write-up by uh, for Lil Tecca, and it was, like, talking about the... The song that I'm actually... I just shot the review for today, the, the Ransom. And it was just like... The way it was talking about it was just like... What? Did we hear the same song, bro? Like, are you just <laughs> supposed to write something positive? He was like... Something about like... The bittersweet melodies of... Tekka's... Uh, Tekka... Uh, Tekka's uh, new song, Ransom. And I was like listening to it. It's just like... There's nothing bittersweet. It's not a fucking lamentation about, like, loss or anything like that. It's just like, yo, I'm about to blow. Like, what is he talking about? Well, to, <laughs> That to, sounds to pretty bittersweet, f- what you just did. I've never heard the song, but whatever you just did is hitting that bittersweet chord well, in see, my soul. I, I put a little I put a little funk into it, you know what I'm saying? I can't you put be, some stank on it. I can't be performing it. exactly the way they perform. You know, that's, that's detrimental yeah. to, to my brand, you know? So I got to add a little funk to it, you know? Of course, of course. Right. So, like, like you know, songs may be funkier than they appear. You know what I mean? Gotta to be that. fair, Darren, is a fire ass name though. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty dope. I don't even like. I don't know what it makes me think of or what its origin is, but it's pretty good. I was just gonna say, like, we come up with our own like disagreements on the show a good bit. So, I mean. Are, are, are you sitting over there thinking I'm paid off when I'm giving an album a positive review? I mean, or no, but it's just like the words he was using was just like, like I had just listened to the song and I'm seeing what he's saying. And, you know, like even when there's something where it's just like someone can accurately describe something where it's just like, even if I don't like it, I understand where they're coming from. But with the way he mm. was describing it, it was just like, now nah, this legit sounds like he didn't hear the same song. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't. I don't really know much about Pitchfork besides the fact that I know that they, from what I understood, they have some really good writers, right, mm. overall at Pitchfork. Yeah. I mean, maybe and is I it like a BuzzFeed di- thing where it's like, there's really great guys who do deep investigative journalism, but, you know, you gotta have the guys that write about this and, you know what it's, I mean? Like, it's kind of what I'm thinking, uh, right? Because, like, how much music do they review? Yeah, a lot, true, right? True. So, I'm guessing they probably kind of allocate the writing staff in accordance with what really matters mm-hmm. in their eyes in terms of releases and what's not. So, that being said, it's just conje- uh, conjecture on my part, but I assume that's the reason. And I know that I heard that recently they're going into a new format on their website where it's a subscription-based uh, it's going to be a subscription-based website or some shit like that. You won't be able to read Pitchfork unless you're paying a certain amount of money uh, every month. And uh, it's kind of a dangerous thing. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, what I saw was just a little mini write-up, so maybe, yeah, like you said, they didn't put that much thought into it. But, um, like, it's actually it's funny you said that. I was checking the Billboard charts, right? Like, you know, I was checking the mainstream one, and then I was like, oh, let me see what's on the rap charts. And apparently everything beyond the Billboard charts now on the website now is, like, subscriber-based again. Like, you can't uh, you can't just look at huh. it. You have to be able to... And, yeah. like, wow. the amount you have to pay is just like, what? Do you think this thing is worth that much, bro? Like, what? Like, for real? Like, look, 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 yeah, I'm see. really curious at how it works. Okay, look. Uh, because there's lots of websites eight, that are doing that, like, wired. Oh, yes, uh, what'd you say? I was going to say, it's really strange because a lot of websites have been doing that recently, like Wired. And to me, it seems like a strange business approach because on the one hand, if you have dedicated fans, yeah, they'll drop money. But that's going to alienate newcomers and you're not going to be able to get new readers if the first thing they see is like, oh, I can only read 
two, three articles before I have to pay. Fuck that. I'll find something else online that's free. Yeah, was it? Was it, it's a, it will last long. Wasn't but, Forbes like that too? Didn't Forbes do that too? Because I remember like didn't Open Mike Eagle like I'm pretty sure Open Mike Eagle was on Forbes and I couldn't read the article because huh. something. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, the Man, thing that I think you, is funny is that it's like okay, so Billboard Pro is a four hundred and eighty nine dollar <laughs> value value. Four hundred and eighty nine dollar, a five hundred dollar value to look at what's on the charts this week. Like, what? Do you think it's worth that yeah. much? Like, what? That's crazy. And it's like I'm pretty That's sure they have to right. sell people eventually, right? Like, is it? They can't just keep that shit a secret forever. I should have think he's cutting out. Yeah, you're you're dipping yeah, you in and out again out. real bad. Oh man, well, fuck. Uh. Uh, at least the mic's recording me, but I need to make sure you hop guys out, hear me too. Hop so, in, uh, make it look sexy. Uh, can you hear me now? You gotta make it look sassy. Yo. That's make the, it look sassy. That's the only there you one. are. Yo, I'm about to slap all of your bitches in their medulla oblongatas. Damn. Oh, <laughs> that's a bar. That sounds, that sounded, <laughs> <laughs> that's a bar. Certified bar. <laughs> so um, you can hear me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, continue. The, the way you're talking about the subscription websites and all that, it reminds me of... There's a lot of things I complain about, about uh, top 40 radio stations and radio stations in general, like on the FM dial. But one thing they do that always drives me crazy is they'll talk about some type of celebrity news bit. And then they'll go, to see the video or to see the tweet. Head on over to our website. It's like, yeah. why would I go to your website above like their Instagram or their yeah. Twitter? Like, well, I mean, I've noticed. That, I don't think anyone's doing that, bro. Well, haven't you noticed that no. like a lot of news sites, like after a while, it's just like, wait, you guys don't have any like actual information. You're just showing me their Twitter, their Instagrams, or their. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like this or, isn't deep diving journalism. Yeah, here. Or halfway through. Like the article, they'll be like, "Here is such and such as responses, and here's this person's response." And it's just like, "Who are these people? Is this just random people?" Like, okay, so who the thing, are these okay. people? So, so, no, I mean, for real, yeah. like, I saw one for the um, J Lo and Shakira <laughs> are doing the Super Bowl halftime show because yeah, you know, NFL's like, all right, fuck black people. Let's see if Latinos still care about football. <laughs> But um, <laughs> it's like a solid strategy, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a shot. <laughs> this is all we got left. <laughs> so, um, but what was, oh, it's like was, it's really not, but okay. <laughs> there was an article about it, and like halfway through the article, it was like, "Here are some excited fans," and it was just showing tweets of people like responding to the tweet that was saying, yeah. "Hey, you know, like I'm Shakira, and I'm happy to be doing the tour." It was just like, this isn't an article. I could just go to the Twitter to see all that shit. What the fuck? Like, is this yeah, for people no. who don't know what Twitter is? And it's just like taking Yo, advantage that, uh, of them. <laughs> that reminds me, me and Rav, like, before we do the podcast, like, when we record uh, podcast episodes and stuff like that, we always just, like, sit around and, like, talk for, like, 30 minutes just to kind of, mm-hmm. like, warm up. Because it's, like, kind of early for me, and I'm like... You know, I'm a I'm a I'm a sleepyhead in the morning, and we oh. always talk about random ass shit. And today we talked about that time that Joel Santana, like like Fifty Cent, called out Joel Santana for not having no teeth no more. What like, the fuck? yeah, Bill didn't know about this. Oh, y'all didn't know about this 50 either. Cent, what the fuck? 
I had never seen this. No. Well, there was like there was like some sort of thing going on where like there was a picture where Joel's appears to be missing some teeth. Then he did that like oh. there was a music video with Dipset, and there was a shot where you can see he's missing a lot of teeth. And Fifth took like a screen cap of that, posted it, Wait. and I think says some like leaning. In good, oh, I don't know, I'm paraphrasing. Oh, I was thinking of fucking. Um... <laughs> oh, so, Santana like the band? Like yeah, Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Fifty Stitch is like, hey, yo, fuck Carlos Santana. <laughs> he ain't got no teeth Where no more. Teeth at? <laughs> he can play Got's guitar real good, lead. but like, let me see that <laughs> smile. I bet you can't <laughs> do the Jimi Hendrix, can you, old man? Do you remember in 2008 when when 50 Cent was like, hey, look, if Carlos Santana sells more albums than me, I'm retiring. (laughs) And then he fucking did, and 50 was like, oh, no. I guess I'll just go away for a couple of months. I guess I'll just go away for a couple of months and then come back. Oh, actually, the funny thing about the 50 Cent thing, that, that. the 50 Cent versus Kanye thing. Mm. I think he he said that on purpose, obviously for many reasons, you know, to kind of like getting everything, everyone excited about it. But he knew he was going to outsell Kanye. And like overall, internationally, he really outsold I Kanye. He I thought just, uh, 50 Cent went platinum. No, and only Kanye in America. Went four times. Really? No, Kanye outsold uh, Fifth in the States, but worldwide, 50 outsold him by like a lot. That's wow. So. So, but that, but you know, who's gonna be like, damn, I sold more than you in Russia? Like, nobody gives a shit, right? Or, or They're not maybe, at the China uh, you know numbers, what it was? Yeah. Actually, he out, maybe he outsold him, yeah, like at first. And it was kind of like the, oh, such and such went uh, this amount first in America. And then it's like, as time went on, 50 Cent was probably on tour and he was like, well, actually, uh, now that I've been on tour for a couple of weeks, uh, I've outsold his. So, you know, but, but like the, the hype has died down yeah. at that point. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I remember a single song. Maybe one song off that whole AO album. Technology? Man, that song did not stick. Yeah. I remember <sighs> AO Technology was the, uh... a real rough song, in my opinion. <laughs> AO oh, Technology. And, and the I whole don't joke think of about it. 50 oh. Cent or, or Justin Timberlake having cyber sex. Like, isn't that what that song's about? Yeah, and the whole oh, joke of it was on that. The whole joke of it oh. was that, like, oh, Kanye, we- uh, Kanye West uses autotune, so, like, 50 Cent was making fun of him, like, oh, you're a punk, oh, you know, yeah. you're using autotune. And then he does a song with Justin Timberlake. Where, like where he uses autotune and it's just like uh, but you just that's so <laughs> weird <laughs> was also that the just same like album? <laughs> go ahead go ahead my man oh i was gonna say uh was that also the same album with the uh the really it, it's hard for me to say because it's a little tongue twister the have a baby by me that song okay that song had a catchy hook but it's so horrible <laughs> dude i want to have mean, a the baby sentiment, by it, the sentiment is pretty bad i mean it's <laughs> not bad shallow it's a shallow like, sentiment what's not shallow a bad one about it it's what making life baby come on baby and money at the same time exactly like let me let me slip off the condom man you can get rich you know like it's just so gross mm. i think I've, it is it, it is gross yeah i've come to the recent realization that i don't think i like a single 50 cent song and I, I might be wrong oh, that. that's crazy nah you Not wrong for that club. there's definitely some 
What is no, it? No, fuck uh, in the club. In the club is one of his weakest joints. I feel like he had some some sleepers. Like, like Mini Man was actually pretty tight. Mini Man. Because I, oh, I will mini, say. Mini Man, Mini Man. That song's hard. I, I, I will fully admit that I was turned off by the hits and I never really did a, that big of a deep, a, that deep of a dive. So maybe the, the, uh, the deeper cuts might resonate with me more, but just out of the fucking, like, candy shop and yeah. in the club. What is that one song, what is that one song that's those? real hard off the second album? Where it's like, uh, I walk through the hood and I keep hearing her saying, I'm supposed to die tonight. That song's hard, oh, man. Yeah. That song's hard that's, the thing is, the first, the first few albums for 50 Cent and G-Unit, like, 50 Cent was the hook guy, you know? Like, mm. we don't remember him as such anymore, yeah. but he had some, like, the Don Perignon, the, the, like, what was it, the... Don Perignon out on Chris Tanqueray and Alize out on shit. Homie, I'm high all the time. I smoke oh, that good shit. Yeah, I stay yeah, high yeah, all the time. The I'm time. on some hood shit. That, those shits were so catchy, you know. Even like Wangston, Twenty One Questions, and and the crazy thing about it back then, you have to think like the energy was the beef energy was a strong yeah, one, yeah. and not many artists would blow up off of songs that would like publicly diss people. Like Window yeah. Window Shopper, like on the hook, he's dissing Ja Jada. And I think Joe And Like people didn't really do that You don't have a song That's dissing Three other New York dudes Go platinum Every time you do it <laughs> yeah, You know yeah, yeah. So he, that, he had a strength Behind him at the time All yeah. that being said though I will say That like If it was just like the Like I could go Like the rest of my life and never hear Candy Shop Ever again And <laughs> oh, I think yeah. I'd live yeah, a better well, life I hate like, that song is, like, it, Does anyone need 50 cents music Like I mean, like, I, I, it represents a very specific sort of, like, if you're in that, like, hardcore shit, but it's just, like, there's nothing in his music. There's no heart. There's no deeper... You know what I mean? There's nothing to really be gained from it, especially after Again, as someone album, who doesn't you know? really... I don't really love 50 Cent's music by any stretch of the imagination, and I'm, I'm glad that Generation came to an end when it did, and it, I wish it kind of came to an end sooner. That being said, I think it would be crazy to dismiss not only his significance within the culture, because it was definitely significant, but also that there was heart. It's just that it was a heart that many people weren't used to seeing. He definitely was the voice of the streets, and, and sometimes the voices of the streets is not something that's like, polished and pretty and to us it may seem ugly and horrible right or positive but it's a reflection of the reality i mean and i think that's important i was gonna say i think he did a very good job of like depicting like a like a very like like classic like heartless gangster like you know after a while it just became like I, i think that's my issue with it is because i remember at first i remember not like feeling like I remember actually being into him as much especially because like oh Eminem is uh putting him on so of course I gotta pay it you know what I mean it's like one of those mm. deals oh but yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, but then after a while I was just like but he doesn't have that he's not like as lyrical a guy so okay it's mainly for the hooks but like no I don't really want to hear like his, he doesn't have a great voice to me you know it's like it of course it's that you know that gutter guttural sort of uh you know deeper sound to it that's really like angry but it's just like there's not a lot of variety and after a while especially after the first album it sort of became you know the parody unto itself it's like all right how many neighborhoods can you shoot up 50 cent like you know what i mean right well things do run its course especially when the more 2d the character that you're portraying is the Mm, shorter the lifespan will be and 50 cent's character was very much you know like you know you you hear the first 
two songs, you you get the I idea. Think that's Robbie Robbie shooting, yeah, shooting. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Yeah, you know, it's, so, yeah. it's like it's not that he doesn't have an important voice in a way. It's just that it's not condu- conducive to lots of material, really, it, um, unless he's like really being creative, which I feel like he was, especially at first when he was more hungry, because you know, isn't everyone for sure? But, uh, you know, like after a while, it becomes like, all right, well, you've already got the millions of dollars, but you still have to be the hardcore gangster. And another thing, I feel like he never reinvented himself. Like Snoop Dogg and P Diddy will apparently be around Oof. forever because yeah. every couple of years it's gonna be like, oh, now I'm you know in reggae. Now I got two chicks singing behind me. Now I. Well, you know he what I had mean? the opportunities, right? Because he did. I mean, he definitely had some of like the more personal, like damn, like hate his verse on "Hated or Love It." Oh, I love was that verse. A very yeah, personal. That was probably my favorite Yeah, and it's verse a great yeah. verse. And it's very heartfelt, and you listen to it, and you're like, damn, okay, he's a person. And that's when yeah. he was more than just, like, two-dimensional. And I think he needed to channel that a little bit more in his music. And then he tried to reinvent himself. Remember the, uh, I get money, money I got, when he mm. basically was trying to take the Jay-Z route of, of I'm successful. Oh, yeah. But he, could, oh, yeah, but he was spinning it as the villain, because yeah. he's always been the villain, right? So he's like, ha, 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 I have this money, motherfuckers. Whereas Jay-Z yeah. kind of... <laughs> Has, has taken a, a different well, angle well, since then, you know? Well, Jay-Z, you're supposed to be on his side because look how smart I am. With 50 Cent, it's right. I'm smarter than you. And it's... Like, I'm cunning. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. It's like, it's always that with that feeling of just like, but, but fuck you, though. And it's just like... That, but you know what made to, him... What's given him longevity is that he is a good businessman, and I think the trolling aspect of his character definitely <laughs> f- it sits in a good place in this day and age. I say in this day and age, he's like not as popping anymore yeah. as a troll as he used to be. Well, I think, I but mean, before, that part of his character. Uh, yeah, I think before like 2014, when everyone was like, you know, really aware of what they said online, like, oh my god, mm-hmm. from. Um, uh, yeah, that's another thing you can't discount too. He was he also kind of had the internet game unlocked with like fucking the fat Joe videos and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, you know Officer Ricky. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like he used to do something. And mixtapes, like the whole mixtapes era. You know, everybody looks back at the mixtapes era and they think Lil Wayne, because for sure he was the king of that. But Fifty Cent was kind of the person who reignited people's interest in, in true, the, the mixtape. He got signed off of mixtapes, yeah. you know, and that was kind of like people started looking at that as like, oh shit, so I don't have to get signed to a label. Mm right off bat I could just put something together and then if it's strong enough and a label notices it then that's good enough as long as the streets love it I could get signed and that was a big you know that was an important thing too not saying that he invented the idea of mixtapes but I definitely clearly remember like 50 Cent being the uh, the forefront of the yeah. mixtape game uh, back in 2004 and, and again part of that Absolutely. was the oh I dissed your favorite rapper on this uh, you know mixtape you know what I mean like who who, oh, who yeah, the fuck absolutely. this guy think How to he rap. is dissing, he dead you know ass. what I mean so and so that was like the thing cause he just like fucking big pun and shit it was like what <laughs> he dissed yeah but, that, but that's that. before pun died yeah, that yeah. was on How to y'all Rob, remember, Rob yeah. uh, y'all remember he did that whole tape dedicated to Fat Joe and it was called Elephant in the oh, Sand and it was in the sand yes I remember showing and him in the, at the uh, beach. It had one good song on it. I remember it had that one but, song like, that actually was kind of And that's fire. all you need, right? Like, you need the idea of I dedicated a whole album just to dissing you and the big song that really disses them. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I remember it being a big thing because Fat Joe came out with an album at the time and it sold, it moved 40,000 units. The fact that I remembered this just shows oh, how powerful yeah. 50 Cent's it thing was. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and so El- exactly, it was Elephant in the Room and Elephant in the Sand had way more than 40,000 downloads on Dad Piff yeah. and so 50 was just like, see, see, and that was kind of funny to watch, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. I, I don't, it's just like, yeah, there's there's the element of ah, uh, I got your favorite rapper, but then there's also just a feeling of like, but why, man? Like, what do they do? <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Because he, cause he made a lot of enemies by, if I remember this correctly, he made How to Rob way before he got signed. Yes, yeah. I think he just got shot. And he made How to Rob because he was like, fuck it. He didn't really think, mm-hmm. like, shit didn't look like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be fucking the most famous rapper in the world in a couple of years. No. So he just made a song about robbing every rich person in New York, pretty much, right? And so that's what the song was about and so then when he started popping off and people heard like oh yeah he's getting signed to shady records and aftermath let's listen to his music oh fuck this guy he does this guy he does him and that guy and so he already came into the game everybody hating him the only people that were on his side if y'all remember were dre m and uh, uh was it jam master j oh shit that actually maybe i don't know yeah jam master j died Possibly uh, he died like because of Fifty Cent. Missy, Missy Elliott did the video uh, where she dedicated the the front part of that that car to him. Remember that shit? Because it was like yeah, Jam Master J was kind of he was like in Fifty Cent's corner, and apparently like Jam Master J might have gotten into some. Like he might have gotten killed because of a Fifty Cent beef that was ongoing back then. I may be absolutely I wrong on that. But he mm. died around that time, That's and crazy. also Nas, Nas was someone. He, he at Fifty Cent, his first big tour, he was opening up, touring uh, the states for Nas, so that was a big thing. And then uh, when he he did this one show in New York, where just a whole lot of big artists came on, and he was one of the opening acts, I think, for Jay, and. He did his set and then Jay Z comes on stage. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, so yeah. no, he daps, he daps Jay Z, he daps Fifty up as he goes behind stage. He's, he says, "You killed it." Then he goes on stage and he says, "I'm about a dollar. Who the fuck is Fifty Cent?" Yeah. And that was, and that put Fifty on the like on people's radars. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I remember seeing much Fifty love in the Pitchfork uh, <laughs> countdown. I don't of think he not. got. No. I don't think he got name dropped <laughs> at all. Not. But, uh, no, probably. I mean, why would he? You know, but he doesn't belong in the top two hundred songs no. of the decade. No, but or even the century. But you can't, you can't knock his significance within the hip hop culture let's, and history. L- let's play a real quick round of if you had to guess, and this could be a joke answer or whatever. What do you think is the number one? Uh, song according to Pitchfork, top the best song of the last uh, twenty years. I thought 20 you guys years. were joking. I didn't know this was an actual specific list. <laughs> no, it's it's the top tw- it's the top two hundred songs of the of the two thousands. Okay, can we let's first narrow it down to the genre? Yeah, I was gonna say, can we pick a okay, genre? It, can we? It is a rap it? song. Okay, Ooh, all right. Okay. Uh, way off. I'm guessing. Okay, maybe lose yourself, like Eminem. You know what I'm saying? Because he sold. Uh, he's one of the highest selling rappers of the decade. So probably yeah, but I mean, like Pitchfork. Him, you know? Pitchfork wouldn't be doing it based on sales. They would be doing on the That's merit of the music, point. and not. Uh, 
not to knock lose yourself it's a good song definitely good there have definitely been better rap songs I, I think, written I in the it's last the 20 most years appropriate song eminem can have as a look mm. this is an artist to take seriously song you know like you don't want to put out For you sure. know uh, uh brain damage as the look you know yeah. you know what i mean like <laughs> I actually think brain damage, but brain damage was kind of like significant because I don't know I that, like that sound wasn't very mainstream. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, not, that sound saying, wasn't very mainstream. I'm not saying it's not dope. I'm saying like that's not what they're gonna put as you know. Like I mean, it, it wasn't was, the radio yeah, hit. No, sure, but like even next to like my name is or something like that, you would still go with lose yourself because that's the that's the safer bet. That's a song with you know mm. no homophobic slurs in it and shit. You know. <laughs> Well, I, I'm gonna that go ahead and said, say. I don't I, think Pitchfork wait. would would pick like a, a safe uh, yeah, list anyway. You know, I feel like Pitchfork on the edgy side. Of, like, oh, okay. uh, hold on, I want to make a guess. I want to make a guess. Now, I'm not okay. okay. This is not. This may be way the fuck off. Okay. Okay. It's gonna be Kendrick. Ain't I it? think it's gonna be a Kendrick Lamar song. <laughs> like, I think it's Kendrick. Yeah. Gonna be fucking. Uh, do you have a specific one in mind? Is it gonna be that one. Hmm? What are you gonna say, Bill? What do I think it is? Uh, something off yeah. of. Something off of Pimp Butterfly, or maybe something off. Yeah, I don't know what though. Uh, maybe okay. fucking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what song is like the single of Pimp Butterfly. Wait, no, no. Uh, I, I would say something uh, off of uh, something off of uh, not to Pimp Butterfly, but um, Good Kid. Yeah, yeah. It would be something off. Of maybe, Good Kid. maybe something off of Good Kid, but I don't know. Because that I, I couldn't narrow it down. I, my guess though is it's a Kendrick Lamar song. Like I don't know. Like give me like a like a a forty percent like victory mm. if it is that <laughs> so yeah so. I'm, I'm i'm thinking it has to be to pimp a butterfly though because i feel like retroactively everyone's looking at that record and so my i'm gonna hinge my bet i'm gonna be cheeky here and throw two songs out i'm gonna go with yeah, see, which ones yeah yeah i'm gonna go with all right okay and wesley's theory mm. okay i'm well, gonna go with all right for, all right is my answer that sounds that is like my for background, I don't think "Lose Yourself" was in the list at all. Uh. Um, okay. F- uh, DNA was also in the list somewhere down down like midway. Okay. Um, I think they might have okay. been "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." Might have even been in the top ten. So number one was all. all right. Oh, okay. Number one was all right. Okay. Wow. It was all right. Well, there Hell you go. Yeah, boy, we got it. Uh, <laughs> it. it I'm so surprised you got that so fucking fast. Holy shit. Uh, like my immediate thought was like it had to be Kendrick. I know. Yeah. I know. Bill was thinking the exact same thing because we. I mean, it makes sense. You know, it's yeah. probably and, you know, that was a big. Well that, that was a big yeah. song during like the Ferguson protests and shit. You know, it that's, came that's out pretty much what they were the, saying. It was yeah. the perfect song for the perfect moment. Like all the sta- yeah. stars aligned to make like the perfect album at that and time. I, you and I, I mean? think to add on top all of it, it's it's still like I feel like you could take all right to any place in the world and play it, and people would be like, "That sounds good." Yeah, it just it right. sounds great. It, it has yeah. that message. It has that cultural significance. It's the yeah. It's like it's a it's the full package. I I love that fucking song. Um, well deserved. I'm real proud the, of us right yeah, now. I, can't, I actually can't even. Me too. That. <laughs> yeah. Of course, uh, we're we're hip hop nerds. <laughs> uh, for uh, for a little background for anyone who fucking cares, and we're gonna steal some traffic from Pitchfork because who cares? Um, number two is Oblivion by Grimes. Then we mm. got uh, okay. Dancing on My Own by Robin. Uh, shit! Ever since he left Batman, he's been fucking doing it. Got a. Formation by Beyonce, number four. 
Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that belongs to the top five. <laughs> yeah, I might fuck with this. Uh, I might fuck with these guys. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, they, they had me off with the little Tucker review, but you know, hey, I, like, wait, yo, hold wait. on. I wanna, I wanna just retroactively, like when I did a mmm sound earlier, I don't actually know that song, that Grimes song that that came up. at Grimes for no reason. I don't have a deep No, it's a good song. It's a good song. Good taste. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> Thinking About You by Frank Ocean, number five. Okay, Ooh, that's okay, a good yeah. one. I like that one. Uh, 212 by Azalea Banks, number six. What? Uh, I don't think I know that song. High. Okay, well, no, yeah, I'm, like, uh, I'm, gla- I'm glad that they did that. You know, uh, yeah, it's a bold uh, as, move. As, uh, it's a bold move. It's a bold move. She's a divisive figure. Yeah. And, you know, and she said some things I agree with, and she said some things I disagree with. Oh, wait, two, one, a lot of things I disagree wait, yeah. with. Two, one, 12, two, one, 12. That's the, that was the big one in the music video where she's wearing the Mickey Mouse shirt, right? I think so. Yeah, the I can't two, one, say I'm two, what I mean, you gonna do? What to do that? I would say that's actually her, her music most, is good. Yeah, that's, I like. I don't know what to say. She's really good. She's talented as fuck. It's just that she's also just a, uh, at least on the out, from the outside looking in, she sometimes comes across as a very hateful person. So it's really difficult to like her. But yeah. I don't have to like her. I like the you music. Know, actually, yeah. someone, uh, yeah. someone made a up good a good point. They were like, she, she's like fifty cent. But if you knew exactly how shitty they were, like, as soon as he came out, you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> and sacrifice chickens. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. 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 <laughs> and got banned from Twitter. Um, Excellent. Just like 50. Oh, 50. Imagine 50, 50 cents sacrificing 50, chickens. Oh, God, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Rep. <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine 50 cents sacrificing chickens and going. I could see that. I could see it. I was going to say, like, 50 cent, if young, if 50 cent were to come out in our generation and were to be like, like, or the generation that's out now, you know, and were to be like boisterous, just as boisterous as he was, perhaps like updated. Right? Canceled. Like, no, I don't know if he would have been canceled, but he definitely would have been like suspended a few times on Twitter. Like, he'd go the way He'd probably go the way of like. You know, someone from a couple of years ago who was like really boisterous and you know, like uh, what? Not Takashi Six Nine, but like because you know Fifty Cent was actually also gangs and shit. But uh, you know, like uh, who who who's oh oh who's your boy? The Bobby Smurda, who's just like mm, yeah, he was yeah, awesome, yeah. but he wasn't like a troll though. No, no, but he but. was, and now he didn't. He he was he was very charismatic and everything. I feel like if Fifty Cent came out within the last five six years i think his energy would be different i think he would kind of see how people would move in reaction to the things he'd say True. and he'd be a little more cautious yeah, he doesn't he need to be cautious no more because yeah, his yeah. money don't depend on that anymore right his character is now established as what it is and if anything if he now like turns a new leaf that could come back to bite his ass because you don't know whether his shit is successful off the strength of the brand that he's built or it's just him as a person he's making all the valuable moves so I feel like at this point I don't even know if 50 Cent really is as big of a troll as as he sometimes makes himself out to be online I feel like it's almost part of the brand well, yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if he's very conscious of that like I remember a specific time where he like made fun of a kid in an airport that was like working a job and he didn't know that that kid was like autistic or something like that and he was like yo what's up with this kid like yo he looks like he's zonked out what the fuck and he's like recording him and the dude's just trying to go about his business and just do his job oh god yeah I forgot about that that was real bad yeah but y'all yeah exactly it's bad but then but then also like you have to think you know you go to 
Queens in the 90s and yeah. it wasn't unusual to see like a crackhead off the yeah, shits yeah, yeah. just stumbling through the block and he probably saw that and was like yo perfect moment to capture yeah, you know but, but yeah, he's yeah, probably yeah. not it, unaware though, right? it's, it's a bit of an insensitivity to like you know what I'm saying like for sure and, and, for sure and, and, and irresponsibility especially in an age where it's just like hey man I mean yeah. do you well, want to be the guy I, I, who makes fun of people who are way less rich I, than you and you know, probably won't have a great time for the next couple of weeks if you're like putting them on blast on fucking Instagram and shit. You know what I mean? Definitely, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the just way- saying everything I'm saying because Fifty Cent pays me to say all these oh, things. Yeah. Oh, that's pays right. exactly I Fifty that. Cent. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I appreciate your honesty. It's worth it. I like the way you painted the picture. By the way, that like he's some sort of like he was frozen in time in the '90s. And then he 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 was thought out like a fucking Encino man or something in, like he's a fish in, out of water. No, but you know you are a product you are a product of your environment, and I right. feel like if you spend your first twenty years of your life in the same environment, mm-hmm. you you get a you get molded into a very specific type of person. And I see as that. you grow and your circumstances change, of course you can unlearn and recondition yourself in ways that. You know, you make yourself better as a person, and I think certain things are just very deep rooted and are there on like a subconscious level. I feel like it's really easy to judge, and I don't have to agree with he's with what he's doing. But I think understanding is an important part of having like a, a healthy discussion on this. You know what Facts. I mean? Like yeah. it'd be easy to just be like fuck Fifty Cent, fuck people like this. Blah, blah. But I'm more curious. Like, okay, well, why do people have this kind of opinion, mm. and how do we not do the same mistake going forward? You know, that's. I got a side question since we're talking about trolls. Um, is Lil B a troll or not? Yes and no. Like, oh, it's an art. Right. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's nothing is black and white, you know? Like, of course, everything's nuanced. And I think uh, on a certain level, at a, like, it depends, right? Because his whole career is an anomaly because uh, he kind of became prominent because he what was it a, like i heard he made something like a thousand myspace accounts oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah promoted the, his man. music like yeah. that and, that was genius and you know also, like, i'm gonna let rap finish because right? i i got i could write a whole thesis on lil b like i love lil b like i like See, i have a very i, I, th- I could that is why on, i was asking go on and then get, i'll go ahead and i'll 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 do my like my long ex my long opinion. Well, I was just gonna say, wasn't my exposition. With, uh, wasn't he with the, the the click or something like that? Like the he pack. was with uh, Vans or the pack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. with a group yeah. beforehand, and then he just sort of went off on his own and be just became an internet phenomenon. You know. Well, the, the mm-hmm. reason I bring up B, it isn't unprompted. Um, I did do a term search, and while Eminem is nowhere in. This uh, top 200 list. Oh, you gotta be uh, fucking kidding me! Is Lil B in there? I will be so. Number bad. 194, Wonton Soup. Yeah. Damn. Oh shit! Okay. That song's it belongs there, they though. The best one. That to song do. is real good. <laughs> okay. That's a good song. Yo, hold on, Dude, hold on, hold on. Uh, let hold me on. say something. Wait, before you get into your thing, go I just want to say I tried to listen to Lil B at the onset, at the beginning, when I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know what the troll thing. What I didn't know nothing about nothing. It was just here's an artist. Let me give him a chance. And I remember listening mm, right. to his music and just being like. Oh my god, I've got to stop. This is so bad. It's like music that like some... I don't know how to fucking say it. It was just like 
really weird sideways like but like it sounds really weird but I'm actually not rapping that hard but I'm still saying really strange things like fucking wonton soup and I'm gonna put yeah. fucking make well, wonton before you get, before there's, there's, a, there's a premise to all this though it's not oh, like okay. just all right, like oh, random alright let, let yeah, it out there's, there's, yeah, there's a reason okay. I went into so, it just being like what the fuck is going on why is let me he give just you rapping like, people's names you know like what what's the deal let me give you the like the 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 whole like reason like if you were new to little b (laughs) let me give you the lore so he was rapping he was with the pack um they did the van song whatever and then they were just gonna fade off into you know um obscurity Obscurity. like this is kind of what they thought was gonna happen you know so then he started doing a solo career and he was doing this thing where and to answer his question i don't think little b is a troll at all like i don't think troll is the right word like um i think he's a a rapper who was doing something very, very weird, realized that it was funny after people started making fun of it and then, like, embraced mm. it. Like, because... Okay. The whole yeah. thing is, like, he talks about, like, based freestyling, and the idea of based freestyling is, okay, this is actually, like, super fascinating to me. Like, it sounds like Yeah, stupid. it's really great. Okay, but the thing is, is, like, it's freestyling, but you don't think. It's, like, you freestyle, and you just, oh. like, go into this zen mode, and a lot of the times, they call it based freestyling, because these dudes would be, like, freebasing. Like, they would be on coke, or, or you know, hmm. they'd be fucking, or whatever. They'd be just really fucked up, right? And so, that was, like, their mode was do a whole bunch of weird drugs and just like put a microphone in front of them and just like huh. rap for like hours on end of just like so, gibberish this, right this, and then and okay and then the idea though is that it's like no longer you rapping it's like this entity within you is taking control like this like your autopilot mode is rapping you see what i'm saying and see, so that's, like, exactly that's fascinating and- as fuck so like when I you mean, get, exactly if because it's like an ex- came out was like you know in any way that like I mean Muse you listen to the three and a half hour album where it's like every two songs he's talking about Figaro and the fucking same goddamn uh, 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 Figaro and I'm selling Jerry still selling Fanny like you know what I mean like if there oh, was sure. some like Look. incredible fucking shit that was coming out I'd be like yo what the fuck where is he going I can't follow him I don't know what's <laughs> yeah. happening but there's definitely tapes that though that good. he does do some crazy <laughs> shit like there's some tapes like cause the thing is is like uh, there's that um what is the song when he rapped over exhibit B or exhibit C. I can't. Oh, exhibit B. He, it was exhibit based, and he Exhi- actually wrote it. Was it and it was exhibit B. Yeah, yeah, like it was a dope verse, and I was like, that was the thing that turned me on to him because I remember first hearing it and I thought it was a joke. I heard "Look Like Jesus" and I was like, oh, it's a joke. You know what I mean? And then. Mm. And then I heard something else. I was like, I heard Mel Gibson, and I was like, okay, this is clearly a joke, you know. And I'm not saying it wasn't. I think it's like they were just like having fun, just doing dumb shit, right? And they recorded mm. it and they put it out, and it became like this viral sensation under this like weird corner of the internet. But then, like when he actually started, I heard Exhibit Based, and I was like, oh, he can rap, like he can actually rap. But this other stuff is something else, you know, like, and he doesn't care to like like. And like I think that he knows that like oh I can use multis like I can use punchlines I can do this other stuff but like who cares about that because everyone's doing that why don't I just do something completely different and just like mm. that was the thing that I think is like interesting now that being said he's put out like so much bad music that like mm. it's it's understandable but like knowing the context of like when you find a good low B mixtape like when you find a like Evil Red Flame or you find uh, um, Godson. Uh, or was it God's Father? God's Father. That's what it is. Um, yeah. When you get a tape like that and the production's really good and like he's like on, 
that's great, but then that only happens like one out of a hundred tapes. But he's so put out like that's got to be an odd experience. So with him, I'm, I'm assuming his thing is just like my discography is not like a concern. It's just I create. And what comes out comes out, and if sometimes it's good, it's good. I would say so. I would yes. say so, because like basically the way I view it is like an extension of like sonic surrealism. I feel like current like in, in the last five years, we've seen sort of uh, impressionism infiltrate hip hop, and I mean it in a positive way. I may not like all all the kind of music that I label as impressionist hip hop. Mm. You know, I, I I throw people like Lil Uzi Vert in that. Uh, I, I feel like he was ahead of his time because it, it was very much a surreal experience where it was very psychoanalytical almost, you know, where he, he would he would just say things that were in him already without thinking mm. them through. And just as someone who majored in psychology, to me, that's just like, oh, this is really interesting. This is this is something different and it might not necessarily be great. But when he it did work, and even with songs like Wonton Soup, yeah, I, I genuinely think it's a, it's a fun-sounding song. It's great. But also, it's just kind of the ridiculousness adds to it. I don't think he was trying to be ridiculous at any point in those songs. Like, oh, I'm going to say this shit because people will think maybe it's funny and people will click on it. No, it felt like, oh, that's... Like, I'm getting a, a glimpse into his life, probably around that time in his life. Maybe that mm. day he ate Wonton Soup, and that's okay, why yeah. the first thing I, came to I'll his mind. <laughs> This is what I I remember because uh, I remember looking up like why do people like Lil B and I remember finding an interview where it was like okay we're gonna we're we're gonna get into it you know what what the fans like you know what I mean like what are people seeing in him and I remember the interview it was uh. just like it was it was him saying well you know. I'll hear someone's name and I'll be like, "Hey man, what's your name? Oh, your name is Michael's Michael Scott. Oh yeah, Michael Scott. Oh Michael Scott. I got a song. It's called Michael Scott." And I was just like. And as I'm like hearing the yeah. person describe it, it's like it's interesting how he takes a word and repeats it and makes it. And I'm just like, what? And that was the yeah, thing no. that made me think, like, are you guys trolling me? Like, this is this is obviously I think it's not people that. Who aren't it, into, like, you know what aren't I mean? Into like, that type of music. Yeah, it's like people who are like not into rap music or like don't understand that concept. Because like if you take the concept out, if you take the like the context behind it out of it and just show it to someone, they're just going to be confused. I'm not saying that he hasn't made like some good music or some catchy music, but I think like going into it with the pretense of like this is like we're not just listening to this for its sonic value. It's like almost like a weird experiment. You know what I mean? And you know, that's I, I think you know maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe it's one of those like. He's an album artist, in a way, mm. right? Like he's not someone where it's like like the "I'm gay, I'm happy" album or whatever probably wouldn't be considered his best because that was when he was trying to you know get that mainstream attention. But when he just goes back to doing just what he wants, maybe that's what people yeah. mm-hmm. of that specific yeah. want sort of like like it's a sort of Gigi Allen sort of weird. Well, yeah, well, that's why of. for a while it became this whole like Lil B protect Lil B and you know l- l- people were obsessed with Lil B because he was this beacon uh, of light in terms of like freedom he just said whatever came to mind and he didn't come and when he spoke outside of it he wasn't a mean person a mean spirited person or anything like that so I think people connected with him because I, I think a lot of people just thought it was funny, and the people did buy into the meme, of course. Like, like, but yeah. I, but I think some of us did appreciate what he stood for, what he represented, and how unique his place was within hip hop and pop culture in general. I, it, I remember there was a, another point in the interview where they were like, uh, it was someone in the crowd was like, "Yo, Lil B, you can fuck my bitch," 
And you know the guy oh, yeah. comes up to me and goes like, "Hey, uh, you know, are you actually gonna let him have sex with your girlfriend?" He's like, "Well, I don't actually have a girlfriend. It's just you know, I just wanted to say that." And it's just like, yeah, I, yeah. that was the uh, meme. Yeah, Lil B can fuck my bitch or whatever. That was, that was the was meme. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it's yeah. just like it's 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 humor and anti-humor at the same time. Like if you get that, it's yeah. Also, you enjoyable. gotta think memes were lame back then. <laughs> memes, I mean, memes now are gonna be lame for us a few years from now. Yeah. But you remember the shits like uh, Taylor Gang or Die, Taylor Gang or Jump Off a Bridge, Taylor Gang or like, and they had like a whole meme going around that. Lil B had the same thing where it's like uh, that had to do with like he can fuck my bitch, and people were kind of the meme was how how many ways can I say that. And make yeah, it sound I remember more seeing ridiculous like the Keys man, and he was just like, "I don't let, I don't always let rappers fuck my bitch, but if I do, it's little me, uh, you know, like shit okay, like that." The, the, one I remember, the one I remember was just like someone who had like was a, a great basketball player was like looking shocked or something like that, and Lil B was like dunking, and the guy was like, "Oh no, Lil B, st- t- uh, like you know, dunked on me and fuck my bitch or something like that." Yeah, everything was fuck my yeah. bitch. Like that was a thing, and like because he said he would say bars about like I'm gonna fuck your bitch. Like that was like a go to because like he would freestyle for like hours and hours on end and like obviously <laughs> if you put a microphone in front of someone especially if they're on drugs and just like yeah. they're gonna repeat themselves a bit and i think like i can't remember what i think it was probably evil red flame was the thing that like made everyone start doing that because he was like really going mm. he had like all these like really funny dumb songs like hipster girls and stuff like that on there i think it was all like that was Ellen like when DeGeneres people started. And, yeah. yeah, Ellen DeGeneres. I think either that was. I think that was on Blue Flame, but it was like the <laughs> yeah. same week. That might like have all been of it came out yeah. at the same time. Yeah, you know? yeah, so for sure. Like, he he was he was very prolific, and because he was a mainstream fi- mainstream figure that. As far as I know, at least for a while, wasn't really signed to any major label. So that was kind of an interesting yeah, thing for, for people Brothers, to observe as well. I think the I'm Gay album was on like Warner Brothers or something like that. Yeah, I yeah, think that, that was point, the only yeah, thing. but he was kind of, but he was already kind of big before then. Yeah, and I think yeah, what people right. gravitated towards was that it wasn't contrived weirdness. Not like Criss Cross, we're wearing our sh- shit backwards <laughs> because we were told to. But mm. like, oh, this this guy is just being himself, yeah. and well, it I is mean, kind of extraordinary. Another thing, this speaking on what you're talking about like being himself and stuff like he challenged gender norms a lot like that was a big thing and like that's another yeah. thing that leaked into the mainstream because like not a lot of people know this but like asap rocky is like a little b stand like he was a little b stand mm, when he was like before he got signed thing, yeah yeah and like yeah there's somebody talking me. about it that they, he was at a concert i can't remember who it was but somebody was talking about they were at a concert and asap rocky asap rocky was there at the concert and he was like he knew like every word to the to every song hmm. or whatever but like okay and, but, but to be shit. fair, to be fair, there were only like six words, but in the whole song. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, like, like that whole thing of like him calling himself a pretty bitch and saying that he was beautiful and all that stuff. Like, and then you see Rocky yeah. doing that shit, saying like, oh, like, uh, you know, calling himself pretty all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there was definitely like a huge influence, and he was rapping over Clamps Casino beats. And Lil B was the first yep. dude I can think of that was doing Lil that. Lil B was the first one. I, I am God. Was oh, it the, that one that good, kind of put Clamps Casino beat. on the map? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's much. that's well, how well, everybody knew Clamps I mean, Casino first before Rocky. I'll put it to the I'll put it to y'all like this. Y'all can enjoy y'all's uh you know uh 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 
John Adams, you know, uh, a Philip Glass uh, uh, version of hip hop over here. With <laughs> oh, the, no. I'm gonna repeat random shit, you know. <laughs> like y'all, y'all, y'all done, can I'll, go ahead. When and we're enjoy done, that. I'll link you to some good. I'll link you to some like classically good little B. Like when we're done, and I'll be like, oh, you might not like it, but you might be like, you might be like, oh, but that's, that's for sick. Okay, you know, you know? But that's one of the most beautiful things about hip hop is that like I can one day just sit there and enjoy Del the Funky Homo Sapien, Aesop Rock LP, and then the next day be like you know what i'm a bum some little beat today and it it's almost like a different genre it's it's you know, hip-hop isn't a genre to me it's a culture and, and you know, that's you're a right, you're right. and i'm not gonna lie like i said i mean i have my weird thing you know i listen to an inordinate amount of insane clown boxing you know what i mean and it's just like <laughs> why the fuck would i be listening to them but it's just like i don't know man they they weirdly have so you know what it is i honestly i feel like the reason why i started listening to them was i remember people saying they're the world's worst band and i remember just having that contrarian- and you gotta see for yourself yeah, yeah exactly like oh yeah that's not accurate i don't think they're the world's worst band no, like i think absolutely what is it? Not. that's a pretty good song like they got some good songs you know yeah, not by fucking my long is my buddy <laughs> yeah, they do, i mean they have a lot of bad songs. <laughs> my ex is my buddy. I'm about to kill myself if I have to hear that song. That song is bad. I, I think, like, what you mentioned earlier, I think it was before we actually, like, officially uh, got into it, um, that you had said, like, everyone had the impression that ICP were, like, dumb or whatever. Like, that wasn't the, like, the conception, like, that, that wasn't the perception of ICP until... Miracles. The meme. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. was the because thing of that, magnets. And people, yeah, yeah. a lot of people who had never heard anything from them or even knew who they were, that was like the introduction to their existence. Yeah. So when that's the very first yeah. thing you, you hear from them, it's like, wow, who the fuck are they? But you don't realize the like decades at that point or like at least a decade of yeah. like really standing out against like racism and homophobia and yeah there's a lot of really problematic shit in there mixed in i'm not going to deny that at all for a second but overall you know they didn't intentionally try to make garbage you know like yeah like i feel like their music mattered in some way like it it mattered i mean it obviously mattered to a good bit of people yeah you know what i mean like like i feel like i feel like a lot of artists can't say that you know that their music like mattered in that they made, touched people yeah, yeah and, and not only that but like they've made unique music right like that's the thing like the thing that i don't like about you know drake i mean amongst other things is that it's like he's not gonna surprise you with a different song he's not gonna not make a song about how you know there's a girl in calabasas that he needs to you know call him back immediately or whatever the fuck's like, like they're always about like the relationships with the five girls he has you know what i mean he's not gonna make a song about like how he you know is an axe murderer who who's you know going out in the night and killing you he's not gonna make a weird song like that you know right i wanted That's to bring the thing him- i mean he's Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm, I'm about to switch gears, so you can go ahead and say what you're gonna say. I was just gonna say, I guess that's kind of like why Drake's been so popular for so long is because unlike 50 Cent, 50 Cent was two dimensional and he channeled the like rob, rob, shoot, shoot, stab, stab. Whereas Drake is two dimensional, but it's like, oh, you know, 
or relationships. Well, and that's way more relatable I feel like no matter what, yeah. exactly, yeah. Like we'll go through our phases, maybe what we like mafia movies, and then next generation is like we're into anime, and then the next generation. Mm. But the one thing that'll always be in, like they'll all have in common is like just the very general things that permeate our lives, such as fucking relationships, yeah. you know. So yeah, that's kind of why it's successful and it's regurgitated, and it seems that people do appreciate that though the, almost like it's a safe thing like oh we know what whatever Drake drops next I'm gonna fuck with it I like that it's predictable like that yeah. you know it's weird and, to me but and again like while while there aren't any 50 cent songs in the built in the pitchfork list there are like four or five Drake songs in there what's the top one uh, if you don't mind me asking uh, the highest ranking Drake song yeah yes uh, let me see. Um, I was also going to bring it back around and tell you that number 10 was, uh, uh, EXO Tour Life. Okay. Well, bring wow. it back. Bold. Another Zippert. bold choice. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, I would not. <laughs> I mean, I, I do appreciate that song on a certain level. I but... <laughs> Drake's highest ranking song is number 21 and it's Hold On, We're Going Home. Okay. Okay. Right, no, okay. Man. So hold on. Well, like, I have a question. Are you sure this is the top two hundred of the last uh, of the last twenty years, or just the last decade? Because yeah, all of them the seem to be from frame? the last decade. Yeah. Oh yeah, because that really oh. yeah that really switches it up actually. Okay, man. Yeah, I fucked up. Okay, because I was gonna say there's no way yourself isn't somewhere on there. Yeah. All right. I got some shit to edit out, but. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's justified. Eminem's absence yeah, is totally yeah, justified. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, 2019. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, there's not a lot in there. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like no Radiohead, no nothing like in the top yeah. ten. I was just like, this is just weird. It can't be that this is especially the as much as like, doesn't, doesn't Pitchfork have a boner for Radiohead too? Like, don't they really like? Yeah, I think they do. Yeah. In fact, yeah, that's one of the first things I remember learning about them. Yeah, uh, yeah, radio. Yeah. Ra- Radiohead's "True Love Ways" from 2016 is number 93. Yeah, not that that's okay, bad. Okay. You know, no. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We scored. Um, we're one on the board. That's what they said. I, that's I, the Johnny Radiohead talking. He <laughs> <laughs> puts numbers on the board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think a big complaint about me about this list in general is that like. And I mean, they're totally allowed to do this. It's their website. It's whatever. But there's a lot of, of like, course. there's a lot of repeaters on here. Like, a lot of people have like four or five, and it's like, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. you're looking at a whole decade of music. There's a lot of people who are yeah. not getting in there because there's like four 1975 songs in there yeah, or whatever. Like, I feel like you put two or three at the most, but four? Come on now. You got you got to mm. cut it off. That, you got to give some room for the other people, unless right you there. seriously don't think they don't deserve it. But yeah. like, it just yeah. doesn't feel right. That's a goddamn got a EP. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we didn't talk about um the the uh, the Let's Play channel. I feel like we got to point that out. Um, because I think oh, sure. that was one of the main things. Uh, that jumped off since the last time we had Jazan, because I don't think that was a thing the last time uh, we no, had it prob- No, it probably wasn't. I think last time we talked with y'all, you guys were congratulating us on 
getting this started like launching the we don't suck podcast yeah so oh my gosh yeah that was okay. a while ago that was yeah, like, like and a now year we ago. switched gears now yeah now we're doing daily content well the thing is oh. since we've last talked with you guys we went ahead and started doing hip-hop full-time we both quit our day jobs That's because right. enterprising yeah. motherfuckers <laughs> Hey, so there we go. And we were like, well, now we're full-time rappers and we don't need to rap every fucking day to make a living. You know, we're not like going out and people like throwing money at us um, for every time like we sing a rap a song. So we're like, okay, we have a lot of time. (laughs) We have a lot of time on our hands. So what's the best way to use it? You know, like I, I can sit around, watch anime with my girl all day, but that gets boring after a while. So why not play video games? With my best friend, with your best so, buddy, all the way here in goddamn. But then my South best Carolina. friend said no, so I just hit Bill up instead. <laughs> oh, thanks, like, man. Thanks, like, man. I hate you too, buddy. I hate you too. It, yeah. It's interesting. I was actually going to mention this before when you were talking about. Oh, I'll send you some, uh, some like Lil B after the show. Something y'all have in common. We we've had uh, left at London on the show who. A lot of people probably just knew from like Vine and shit back in the day, but had yes, put I'm out, very familiar with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. but had since put out like uh, their own music or whatever. And they also uh, she had uh, told uh, she had recently quit like everything else and is just doing music like full fucking time. And it's like that. Oh man, it makes like, my heart I, feel like, good I, every time I hear someone do that <laughs> because it's so like god damn that's brave like, and it's like you can't help oh, yeah. but like and, and like, like that like the the thought of that scares mm. the shit out of me because like oh and of course I, yeah it, but like i i respect anyone who fucking makes that move and it's like like i like it makes me want to support them that much more because it's like god damn that's going off on such a limb but you gotta you gotta admire it and you gotta respect it because that's following a fucking dream and a passion remember Van Arke, just like uh the earth earthworm guy I quit my job and I'm rapping out of a van down by oh the river. Oh my god! Yeah. Like that's I was us. Just like, yeah, I had to do let's plays out of a van. <laughs> let's plays and rapping. No, but, uh, but it's been a long time coming. You know, like we 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 never set out to do this just like okay this is full time let's let's work our ways to our way towards making this a full time job that was never the goal we always made music for the same reason back then we're making the music for the same reason now it's just now we got to a point where we were we assessed our situation and we were like hey we don't need our full time jobs anymore does this make sense and it was a long conversation you know yeah. bill quit his job first and then i quit mine a few months later but we've been talking about it for months and there's just mm. there is so much uncertainty in it and so part of the that's actually kind of ties in with the chibi chubby and we also have another co- company that we've launched uh, that we plan to do merge uh, through separate from everything else that we're doing is because we're trying to diversify our sources of income because in reality I do feel like you can pursue what you love doing um, and nothing's truly predictable so you just kind of have to minimize the risks as you go along and so that's what we've been doing and it's been it's been wild I mean we sent you guys um we sent you guys solar flare and oh, yeah, we recorded. 
Mm. Hey, thank you. Hey, and thank you, you, thank you know, you. the crazy thing is we went to LA. We, we knew we were going to LA for a month to do a whole lot of shit. I can't list mm. everything that we did there because not everything's come out from there, but we did a yeah. show. We've networked a lot. We kicked it with a lot of our friends, Frank, Jeff C, Matt yeah. Watson, Ryan McGee. Uh, we've made a bunch of friends, Love Sad Kid, Dom and everything. And in the process of that, we, we did not, like intend to make a record at all it's just that we would have moments where we come back and we'd be like hey put on like we just put on some beats and be like yo let's record something you know and mm. and we 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 the, in the first rv we would like because we stayed at an rv <laughs> yo, at first and the RV. it smelled like shit it was awful i refer to it as the jenkum rv because oh. it was like the the shit and piss smell were so like listen. present there throughout there. We were listen. high off of those of our own fumes. <laughs> listen, listen. We go into the okay. We were late because like Rav's flight, Rav's flight got delayed. Right? Okay. So I waited yeah. at the Rav's airport flight. for him. I waited at the airport for him for like a few hours, and I'm just like chilling. Like I was like playing video games on my laptop and shit. And like mm. then like. I finally get him we get the Uber we drive all the way down there and I like text the dude the Airbnb guy and we're like yo we're gonna be a little bit late you know and he's just like oh it's okay don't worry about it we get there he's not even there like his dad is there okay I think it was his like dad's but it was an RV in the back I think so we get there the first thing he's like saying is like you're late (laughs) like okay (laughs) so then we go in that bitch we open the door and it looks like it's just real run down and I'm like oh man this is about to be rough you know and he goes and he's like showing us around and I'm like oh wow we about to be in here for a while you know like this is gonna be you know so we're like he's showing us around he gets to the bathroom which is like toilet's great you know just like uh don't uh don't flush toilet paper down the toilet because what? it'll clog and I was just like oh. at the time I was like real tired and I was just like yeah okay <laughs> not like really <laughs> Yeah, and then, like I look over at Rav, and he's like looking at me like he didn't say that. Like, you know what I'm <laughs> yeah, I thought I misheard. <laughs> and then like, so so we had to keep go. There was a Ralph's down there that was like our lifeblood. Okay, we would go there for food. We'd have to walk down to this Ralph's from this RV, and we would mm. shit at this Ralph's <laughs> because we didn't want to shit at the. Oh, at the Jesus! Like, it just smelled awful though. Like already, it smelled bad, and like if you use the toilet at all it just felt it smelled like jenkum like it smelled like straight up just like pee and poop oh my and gosh. i remember yeah, the we, first week was just that it was rough but then i remember that was at the end of that first week we met up with frank jab c and he came through to record some music with us and mm, yeah like i remember being like mad embarrassed and being like yo dude uh, just like a heads up it smells like shit and pee pee in there <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah that's it, it was it was real bad because i remember try to, to take the edge off I, I gave him some um, weed cookies and we ate those mm. but I think really they weren't as strong as the smell and in the end <laughs> that's what really yeah. helped yeah. And, but but that's where we recorded two songs from the EP and they're both produced and mixed by Frank and we mm. were there all together and there was just this chemistry and it was it was super fun again nothing nothing really planned and when we were recording these we weren't like yo these are going to be on a tape or nothing like that. Just having mm. fun. It was just, we were just and making then, music, yeah. 
yeah huh. we made music and like by the way shitting is a huge theme throughout like our stay in la because oh like, okay. we, i figured <laughs> because like the, on the second day in la we were like fuck we got to get a mic stand like we were already missing recording right uh, like we gotta yeah. get a mic stand we have a mic we have all this equipment i couldn't on carry us the mic always, stand in my we went to yeah, so we went. No, we went to a guitar center, and Bill took a shit there too. Yeah, and dead ass. He tweeted it out. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so excited to then, tweet that. I was like, "Y'all ever shit?" It was just like a y'all. Like the recurring theme was y'all ever shit in a, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I was y'all ever right? shit in a guitar center. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then we moved to like on the second we we moved to the next Airbnb, which was a different RV a nicer in a different RV. part of town. Yeah, and that one initially was great. It has the, it had this like eighties aesthetic about it. It looked beautiful. Didn't smell like shit yet. Um, and mm. then just it all went south so quickly. Like it just started smelling like shit and piss, and I, something went wrong basically. And so that was the smell we had to kind of. Uh, lived through so for like another few you, days. Basically. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then we eventually uh, ended up living at Matt's place. Oh, and yeah. we made, we put together a makeshift booth in his closet. And that's where we recorded a bulk of the record. And I don't know, some of the, the fans will remember this because Bill posted it on Twitter. We, we got really experimental with it because the house was empty and we needed stuff and we had very few things was uh, on hand that we could use it was hardwood floors the the closet just had like bare walls there was no clothes in it it was brand new so luckily matt left a body pillow uh with us oh. for company so we used that in the corner to collect the bass and lower tones and frequencies yeah, our body pillow. and then oh, for yeah. the door also he bought uh, us groceries and diapers so we used the we 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 then uh, stuck the diapers to the door to absorb some of the sounds hey. that way yeah. oh that i and see i thought we were gonna go like we used the diapers to, to shit it so we get we used we the diapers to too. shit it to recreate the rv magic yeah 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 uh, no and we, we just flung them into anymore. the night <laughs> it was it was wild i missed those days no but and we ended up actually creating a pretty like decent sounding uh, environment. Like I was very happy with how it all worked out, and we recorded most of the rest of the music in there. And it was a trip. Again, we were like every day we had something to do, and we'd come back home and would either be so tired that we wouldn't record, we just smoke, play Neo. Uh, what was it? Neo Turf. Yeah, we had uh, the Neo Geo game, Neo Turf Wars, on my Switch, and we would Neo play Tor that every Turf night. Wars. We do that and need crave straight out the box mm, yeah uh and captain crunch and, or or we'd have a little bit of energy a little bit of energy so we would record something and then play a game mm. and it was it was wild we didn't have a car and we were kind of living there by ourselves so every morning we would walk downstairs we were in eagle rock so we had to walk all the way uh down the hill 
which was like a long walk because the house was like up high on a hill. So we walked down there to get Subway and then we wash our clothes at this uh, laundromat place that had two Neo Geo arcade machines. So while oh, we waited okay. for our clothes to wash, we would just play different games there. And sometimes like it would, uh, we did it with Frank. Sometimes it was just the two of us. Yeah. I think we did it with Dom once as well. Yeah. And uh that was that that's like the experience and and i feel like we ended up accidentally recording a whole ass ep and then when we were looking at it when we came back and we were like oh my god this perfectly captured all those memories and the feelings and everything mm. that we associate with it it was just a fun time you know and that's so sick. but it was a moment it was a summertime moment and so we decided to call it solar flare as a result yeah so yeah it was Thank it was you. really fun capturing that moment. I also want to bring up just the fact for everyone who's listening who don't know who we are, anything about like our like weird obsession with Neo Geos, like the reason why <laughs> I was so stoked to play this Neo Geo game in this in this uh, uh, laundromat is because like I literally have a song called "When I'm Successful, I'm a Buy a Neo Geo," or we have a song called that. Oh and, yeah, yeah. I'm so I love Neo Geo so much, and so does Rav, and it's something we oh, could absolutely. bond over. Yeah, as a kid. Yeah. SNK, you know, like when you're a kid, if you ever played the SNK games, they looked fucking better than any other games back yeah, then. They were so colorful yeah. and crazy. The so you see them shits, and they were usually multiplayer too, right? You could play with a homie. So that was crazy too when you're young. So aren't they coming? Are, aren't they coming out with one of those fucking like home? Like you plug it yep. into the TV yep. and it's got a whole bunch of them on there. Yep, yep, yep. I think they already did one with like uh, it had a little screen and an arcade stick and everything. This one is. But a, I don't oh, know how this that one's went. new though. This one is like it doubles as a. It's both a actual like you can play games on it, but it's also a controller. You can use it as a fight stick. Yep. And yep, that's, yep, yep. that looks real sick. It yeah, does I was, look I was just sick. thinking about like you know, possible future chibi chibi content out of that shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. As soon as that I get would, that capture that card, it's great. over. It's yeah. over. We definitely get one of them bad boys. Cause uh, so yeah, we were actually, we didn't even, we didn't even, I don't, did we, no, we didn't start chibi chubby until we got back. Cause we knew we wanted to rebrand and we wanted to do a bunch of stuff and like start doing daily content and everything. But a lot of the planning took place while we were out there in LA. So, um, yeah, pursue your dreams, everyone, and just be smart about it and <laughs> take your time. It, it, all these things take time, and I think what what made it work for us is that we never were looking at it like, fuck, if I don't make it by the end of this year, I'm done. Mm. We were just doing right. it and doing it, and if things worked out, because if you keep at something that you love, you're going to get better at it, and... You know, and if luck is in your favor and you're have you have some business acumen, then you could probably make it work out somehow. So what yeah. you're trying to say is this is ten percent luck, twenty percent skill, forty percent concentrated power of will. Power of will. <laughs> yeah, my man Mike Shinoda, he was he was putting that gas out back in the day, man. That just was hard. <laughs> he changed the world, you know. Yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, also a good takeaway and a lesson for all the kids at home is to not let the smell of your own secretions mm. be a turnoff to to no. pursuing your dreams. No, let Use it be it the fuel. fuel. It, it, yeah, fuel you know, to it, your fire, your shit fire. You know fire. what I mean? It's the shit work you gotta do. You know. <laughs> 
Well, can we talk Absolutely, about the fact that, like, yeah. when, I know this is a real big segue, but, like, have you ever heard, like, an <laughs> old Southern person be like, shit far? Like, have you ever heard that? Um, shit fire, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have heard that one. That was what See, this tape is. It's shit pure fire. shit far. <laughs> shit fire. I should have called it that. that. <laughs> And then on the album cover, it'll be like, you know, Solar Blair, a shit fire, says the Going Out podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the full quote. It's got, like, the little, like, yeah. like, overlays on the, like, best of edition or whatever, like, you know oh, what I mean? The represses. Yeah. I've, I've only lived in the South for, oh my gosh, what, 18 years at this point? Bill, have, have you, were you born down here? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was born oh, in South Carolina. We don't live Wait, that far from each other, I don't shit think. Shit, fire, and save matches. I don't think we do. That's the phrase I know. What did you, you say? Shit, fire, is what now? Yeah, well, shit, fire, and save matches, or something like that. Uh, <laughs> it's oh, just like a really crazy exclamation. <laughs> but I think maybe the short yeah, version beautiful. of it is just shit, fire. I feel like anyone who says shit fire just becomes like 5% more racist somehow. Like I can like feel. <laughs> it just happens. Yeah, well, okay. The reason why I say it, I think it's, I remember specifically hearing it in a Boondocks episode where it was like a slave master was like, well, shit fire and save matches. And it was something go. about like, Case yeah, it's like, point. well, there's the proof. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, what was it? and I think it's just like, it's supposed to express like when you're lucky, like, holy shit, I can shit fire so I can save matches, which That's I fire. guess in whatever instance, and you've become a creature that can shit fire in some sort of reverse dragon ass situation. Dragon ass. Dragon ass. I just wanted to say, like, because I know we're doing a lot of the joking and memes and ha-has, but I want to say thank you guys for, for, like, always being supportive. And it's kind of crazy, I think, uh, for Bill and I, it's every time we talk to you guys, it's almost like a checkpoint within our career some uh, somehow where we we every time we see you we're like okay so this is what we've done since we've last talked to you guys and uh, it, it's great to see that you guys have been there for us uh, for so long and just oh, want yeah. to say we appreciate you we I mean, really do appreciate y'all you are, I'm gonna kiss both of y'all y'all are on the way <laughs> well like you said we're not, we're not that too far away no, that fucking kiss. That's very uh, possible. No, yeah. only on the knee. Uh, a kiss? Yeah, yeah. A good gentlemanly <laughs> kiss on the knee. Don't be weird about it. Yeah, no, not weird at all. You're not gonna all. make it weird. No, yeah, I'm not weird, but it's okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as we go. We'll, we'll ad lib a bit. You know, more than the normal type of weird. You know. Yeah. Y'all are a artistic type of inspiring to me, and just like your fucking like your the uh, the motivation, the drive. Like I mean, you know, I'm just fucking out here with the with the uh, you. with the YouTube channel, just trying to make that work, you know. But like, I don't know, man. Just like seeing like every every so often, it's always something different. And not to not and but like at the same time, I don't want to say that because then it feels like put I'm putting like an expectation. Like next time we have <laughs> y'all on the show, you better have launched if you're not the fucking the empire of the United States. Of you know, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Ne- next time. We're not going to have you on until you do something fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, your next fucking oh. video better be like Kill Bill. You better be like, "Yo, y'all ever take a shit in the Ritz Carlton or some shit like that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to that's the glow up that's I'm trying to achieve. <laughs> yeah. You ever take a shit in the White House bathrooms, the fucking tub? <laughs> 
you weren't invited. <laughs> you ever sneak into the White House bathroom window and take a shit in the tub? Infiltrate and take a shit in the, in the tub. sink. <laughs> no, the first I'll, lady's I'll, gonna I'll, have a bad time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll, to- I'll totally uh, tear down the curtain. I'd um I'd actually sent a message to uh to to Natalie left at London yesterday, just kind of inviting her back on the show and. It's a thing where I don't know why I get this type of anxiety when it comes to inviting people on the show, especially people like y'all who we've had on the show numerous times. Like, I've been wanting to ask y'all on the show for such a long time, but it mm-hmm. was like not until uh, like I, uh, you sent the message about, oh, we got a new EP or whatever. In my head, I was like, yeah. well, now you can ask. It, like, they initiated it. It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Come I on, know what that feeling. It's like, like, I have anxiety about stuff like that, too. Like, even people that, like, You don't want to feel like yeah. you're perpetually going, like, hey, do this for, hey, I want to be, you know, it, pushing and involving myself in your life, you know? Like, because you, know yeah, exactly. you know people got shit to do. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah. I mean, it, everybody we've had on the show in one way or another has, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, trying to credit us for any of it, um, but everyone we've had on the show has gotten, like, more and more busy and have had more and more success since the first time we've had them on. And so you're saying and you that, put on everybody who's ever been on your show. Is that what you're saying right we'll now? Put them like, on, I'm saying... Put them on. <laughs> <laughs> we're the fucking... Uh, we're the Ed McMahon. We're the fucking star, sir. Everyone can... We're the that's fucking a reference home. all of our fans will get. Um, that's hard. We're the fucking... No, but, like... Uh, oh, no, go on. Oh no! I, I thought you were gonna say we're the fucking we're the Ryan Seacrest and Brian yeah. Dunkelman of podcasts. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's fire. And I, I, I'm just looking at your fucking Patreon and subscription numbers. I'm acclaimed Dunkelman. Over no, here. actually, oh, oh, my cousin used to talk about there was a show in the '90s where it was like every week it was called like New York Underground, and they would always have like a new rap song or something like that that week that would be mm. like, "Yo, this is the big hit song that like is just happening to play on the show," and then like the next week it would be like, "Oh yeah, that's the big hit." So like we're like the New huh. York Underground <laughs> of the Damn. podcast scene. Someone out there listening is familiar with the show, and they're saying, "Shut the fuck up!" No, you ain't. <laughs> I'm taking that shit personal. <laughs> no, but um, uh, <clears throat> before we switch gears and head on into the um albums, we we've already mentioned so much. But is there anything else uh y'all want to like mention or promote? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yes. Follow follow aerospace. Uh, and and yeah. bump his music on Spotify. He's available on Spotify. Aerospace is A I R O S P A C E. It's my brother. That's one of my favorite rappers. My inspiration. Um, yeah, that has my fucking one of my muses. And also follow him on Twitter. Same at Aerospace. Well, and s- except for the last A is a V instead of an A. Y'all heard it here, folks. Okay. Check out Aerosmith uh, with their incredible. No. <laughs> Aerosmith, <laughs> man, they're on the come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Watch out for Yeah, dude. Yeah, they they're, work. Yo, they my might man Aerosmith it. working with Run DMZ, young Run DMZ. <laughs> dude, I heard some things oh, are coming. Yeah. Yo, some things are coming down the pike. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no, seriously, Aerospace makes some like really, really fucking good music, and you guys should definitely check them out, as well as the rest of uh, X Society, everybody else who's on our collective. Oh yeah, ab- oh Square as well. Square. Don't forget fucking Square. Yes. Yeah. Also, I, I follow him at I am Square. 
Yeah, yeah. S C U A R E. Yeah. Follow him at I am Square, and he's also just Square on Spotify. So another yeah. talented musician. So that's what I would promote. Yeah. So yeah, just everybody, all the good people, all the good folks. Also, uh, buy my uh, new. I don't know. I I, I didn't uh, really think it out this far. Are, but, are, you, like, are you currently <laughs> trying to make the thing for people to buy? Wait, hold on. I got Yo, it. buy 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 me some buy new my shoes. Book. Buy me some new shoes. <laughs> I, I didn't Adidas write it, and them shits is real stained up and real, you know. Just give me some new <laughs> shoes. That's my. I've plug. got, I've got, I've got this new book. I don't really have the words yet, and it's basically just the title. But remember this for the future, and in a couple of weeks, you know, TiVo it if you have the TiVo, and yeah. we're going to play this in two months when I am finished with the book. <clears throat> Damn, do Thank people you. still yeah. have TiVos? Is that I'm like a thing, know. dude? I, I thought I the same DVRs thing when fucking stuff, Pitbull. But- what, what about Pitbull? When fucking Pitbull mentioned TV. I remember that. Was it, were we there for he that goes, conversation? Uh, Am I wrong? What? Uh, <laughs> Me not working hard. Uh, yeah, right. Picture that with TV. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's in that same song. He, sa- he says, uh, yeah, uh, my life's a movie and you're just TiVo. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I think at even that point, people weren't using it. Maybe that was the point. Yo, that's that like, like one of those bars that like right afterward, he had to hit him with the old... Like, like, he had to put that exclamation it. point on that shit. Yeah, he had to put some uh, stank well, on that shit real quick. <laughs> Gentlemen, mental. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to do this again, real quick, right quick, for for the for the southern listeners out there. But boys, fucking continued success. Obviously, fucking killing it on all fronts. And uh, I love you all both so so much. And uh, Thank you. you two are fucking S tier. Oh, y'all are sweet. y'all are S. Y'all are oh, double. What, it. That sounds weird. Uh, oh, y'all, I love you double guys. S- oh no! shit! We've, well, we've just ruined our relationship with these guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're like a great man. You're like a normal man. What you say? Okay. All right. Well, y'all be good now. Peace and love.